Rainbow Wrap-Up is sponsored by Hawaii Sports Fans. Come join us for every UH football game on the road at hisportsfans.com. Aloha and welcome to another rainbow wrap up. Woo. I am still feeling the effects of quite the long trip. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that coming up because one of the games in my, um, on my 11 day road trip across America and the Pacific Ocean twice over or three times, I don't even know how many times, and going to Kansas City and Chicago and Detroit and um, and then going to Manoa and watching Hawaii play Duquesne and comparing Duquesne and Michigan games. We're going to talk about those games and how we felt after both of them. Hopefully you got to hear Ryan last week and um, a lot of his knowledge and also his travel knowledge and his travel stories. And that's something that I'm always excited to talk about. And we'll have more travel stories coming up with Hawaii sports fans as well. We got a trip coming to Denver next month you can check that out on the website um and also we're gonna have san jose at the end of the year right after thanksgiving and we're gonna see the niners then as um in any case we're gonna bring on the boys because they're back of course starting with our man shane iman what's up shane sean <laughs> sean iman who are you talking to me <laughs> what's up warrior nation let's get it Okay, and, and our Lalo had the one and only, nobody else, Shane Agno. What's up, Shane? What's up, boys? Good to be back. Still reeling off of our first win, which we all uh, anticipated, but didn't expect it to come like that. So, uh, but uh, like they say, a win is a win, but still, still, it still hurts to see our team struggle like this from week in to week out. Well, the good news is one of the players on our team caught a ball and ran into the end zone. Unfortunately, he was a defender catching the Duquesne pass, but um, that was fun to see Panay Pavihi get that interception. So we'll talk about stuff like that. I mean, the defense definitely had their moments, and I think they had a chance this time also to play with um, talent that they could overpower as well. Um, which was nice to to have games like that. And that's why they schedule FCS games. I mean, that's why a lot of FBS schools do that, to get these wins. Um, you know, and it's not in the same um, level of us going to Power 5 for their wins because we're getting, you know, we're getting a lot of money. Um, but these guys, you know, I'm sure had a great experience, a great trip coming from Pittsburgh. Um, but really, they have so few scholarship players, first of all, and they're a really small campus. So we didn't expect much um and they gave the ball right back to us a lot um but you know sean iman has his weekly report cards which we still reported on last week even in sean's absence because <laughs> give us some of your grades so i gave the offense a d i mean the passing there was so little passing there was less than 100 yards and it was just such a struggle like we ran the ball we ran the, ran the ball effectively, but yeah, the passing game, I've, I have never seen it sh- like struggle this 
much. Like I cannot remember a passing game like this and that. So the irony uh, there is that, Oh, sorry. Sorry. I didn't want to be, yeah, no, you, you brought up the 60, you, your goal was 65%, right? Or 60%. Um, and uh, we were, we were 14 of 21. So we were two thirds and that's 66% completion percentage, which is um, something I guess. Well, yeah, that was my, goal, spot. my, my goal was, yeah, I wanted them to have a passing touchdown, but okay, okay, I just, okay, yeah. I, I did my homework and uh, <laughs> it didn't happen. Oh, or, huh. we'll get, we'll get to that later. Though. Oh, we got to talk to about doing Okay. Cause Karen, we're going to talk about it, Karen. I'm going to put it in the show <laughs> description because that needs to be a part of the show forever. Cause we had a true Karen moment at the game. <laughs> you guys know section 122. Um, but uh, shout out to the woman who I, I think listens to the show and she was like, aren't you glad you didn't leave Wayne? Because I had to go catch my plane to Dick Hawaii sports fans to the Falcons Rams at SoFi stadium. Mm. Um, but I left right after the Pane Pavihi pick six. I picked the right moment. So I'm, I'm glad you, you got to see that. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was perfect. I had a good view. I was watching it and I, I just remember the ball going to his hands. Like it felt like it went straight to him almost. But he did make a great play on it. But okay, sorry, Sean. Um, okay, special teams. I gave a D. We had two running into the the, mm. the kicker. You know, we we did have a good play on special teams, but we also gave up an onside kick, and we had a a kick blocked. So I somebody was asking me to change my grade to C minus minus, and I'm like, nah, <laughs> C minus no. minus, C minus minus. So, <clears throat> but. I know in a game that you get a block, you'd be surprised. You're surprised to get a D, but I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Sean was even yelling. Sean was even yelling, "Don't run into the kicker!" Yeah, and then, me too. And then, roughing so, the kicker, roughing yeah. the kicker. Yeah. Coaching C minus. Like I don't understand the five yard passing pattern. You know, routes. It's yeah, wait, just, C minus. That sounds pretty generous comparison to the D I, that you're giving. Honestly, I know it's just. But it's it's also hard too because it's just I almost feel like I'm grading on a curve against themselves, you know. Against what about because, themselves? Their talent, and ability, or their level? Yeah, I just I, oh. I, I and I I hate to say I feel sorry for them. I feel sorry. It's it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> the crowd. I give a B. It, it was a the third wow. sellout in a row. Yeah, a third crowd. Sell, yeah, third sellout in a row. The the crowd is sticking with this team. They're not abandoned. They're not abandoning ship yet. So <laughs> the literally at the oars right now. So there's not right. much of the ship left. So hopefully we keep the people going. We, we saw some rainbow stuff in the, the crowd. I love the UH, the flag, the, you know, the, rainbow the flag retro flag. Yeah. yeah. The retro flag. I like that. So yeah, that was I got to cool. give, I Billy, like that flag. Billy, I like that. Billy V's games a D it's the stuff is tired. <laughs> his game his game all his games oh Get yeah, out of here. yeah it's just tired i know that there's sponsorships yeah. and stuff like that but like it but that's it Hawaii. infringed it yeah. infringed on the the colt brennan the you know yeah the one yeah they cut it off yeah just for yeah. the extra dollars and that's <sighs> you know, you're gonna you can cut places but don't cut on the greatest player in this yeah. school's history yeah. please like that's our way to honor him every game don't don't play a game in front of that so oh uh, the ultimate warrior i got penny pavihi and i'm hoping for three wins this season that's me being optimistic so, yeah that's my report card 
Sounds good. Sounds good. I'm not, and I'm not changing it. Uh, just to, you know, reiterate Sean's points. I mean, this passing, I mean, Yellen can't be really this bad. You know, I mean, <laughs> he, he went to Pitt. Yeah. He played at Arizona State. So he really can't be this bad. Yeah. But it's like, he's, he's really not playing good right now. And I don't know if he's still trying to adjust to this offense. I don't know if we don't have the weapons. Oh, and shout out to Panoke. He's out for the season. So we lost another one of our top True receivers. That. So it's like, I don't know if we have the guys that can run the routes. Maybe that's why he's calling these five-yard passes. You know that one play, too, where he runs towards the receiver and then passes it to him? Like, it's like, yeah, what yeah. is that? Like, what kind of Is that of like junk? their RPO? Like, they're almost, yeah, like, so trying to do it or something. Oh, and, and like, I listen to the um, radio every day, Sports Animals. I listen to Let's Talk Sports with Kanoa. And mm. everybody's pretty much the same thing, asking, like, hey, where's Cameron Cooper? We need a more mobile quarterback. How come he's not playing? But obviously he's injured. But it's like, oh, man, it's it's very frustrating. If you look at the stats from Duquesne, I mean, 90 90 passing yards like yeah. what the 93, 93 passing, passing yards? yards oh that's like not too good and even the, in Dave Reardon's article he said this is like the worst offensive team he's seen in 40 years which is kind of like how I feel like yeah I, I've like even with Von Appen I never saw yeah. our offense struggle like this bad you know so yeah it, it, it's so tough. so let, let me ask you guys do you think is it a scheme thing is it a personnel thing is it an execution thing or is it just all of the above oh, i mean i think they still have personnel to play at this level mm-hmm. not at the highest level of fbs i mean that's why the michigan game was a win in so many of our books because we were literally going into that game so scared of just getting hurt like our boys like just not and they they really went up to the task and they didn't get any penalties not even any false starts which they did at their own home in Manoa the following yes. week so it's like it, in the red zone game? that's why I'm saying like even at Michigan we didn't look that bad on offense we, we no. didn't because it just seems like we're disjointed a lot and, and, and that's why there's it's not seamless it's just feels like we're like pulling teeth there's, or something when our there's no is. rhythm there's, yeah, there's no, no there's there they don't get downfield there's no explosive plays they don't get people open it's just yeah. and they just That's, keep doing the same the same pattern same plays it's, yeah it's the same thing over they might switch it to the other side and then you see trips to the left and then you know I, it's funny I how we're know. this is almost like talking about chow like it really is like talking it about is chow it about is but Even chow teams had had more talent <laughs> yeah, I think that's the difference. Even Parsons said in his post game interview that oh, yeah, the guy, we got to establish a passing game because they, yeah. the defense is just stacking, stacking the, box the box because yeah. they're going to stop the run because they know we cannot pass. And then I was upset too because Hines he had that the our best run against Michigan and he didn't even play <laughs> this last game like. <laughs> 
<laughs> Why would he? Why, Why would he? I don't understand. Yeah. I, just don't, I don't understand this at all. We might as well just go to all running offense at this point. Or like, <laughs> that would be a better scheme, I think, for the personnel, just given that we're at that level too, where I think just like it is with our program, where we're at the critical level of, of, of support. You know, it's like we're at critical levels on, on both sides, talent on the field, you know, numbers in the stands talent in other places at the school. So the problem is that we're getting close to being sucked bone dry of everything. And now um, with Ige pulling the plug on, you know, basically the current plan for the stadium. So he's going to, he, I, I don't even know if he has a plan, um, <laughs> but we wanted to talk about that because he didn't say that he has a plan in the letter. It just said that they're to them. He wants to go a different route. Yeah, Ouch. so nobody knows what the route is. So, and I think the timing isn't surprising to me when we're at a place playing with FCS teams. Because, like I said, um, and and with conference realigning in anyways, and Craig Thompson leaving, yeah, it's, it's kind it's of a, a it's kind time, of a time. scary time for UH, don't you think? Or, or you can make it a positive. I mean, we're the it's scary. It's already been scary for me. I think. People just haven't been paying attention or they, they've been lulled by a false sense of security that everything was going to be all great. We lost the stadium. First of all, let's, let's just stop acting like the experience of a UH football game is any freaking close to what it's ever been going to the Aloha Stadium. We already know mm-hmm. that. Actually, I was just going to say that. It's like the, going to the games, it's fun. Believe me, I wouldn't want to do anything else. But, you know, when I, I left there after the win on Duquesne and I just felt sad because it's... Yeah. It's not even close to how fun it used to be, you know. It's just like not even close. You so, know, going to all of the are games. You com- are you comparing it to like when we would win or are you comparing it to like no, the power of one of the of being there? Being just even losing. Stadium. Even yeah. losing oh was more God. fun than this last course, win to yeah. me. You know what I mean? And it's so you're going to go back to the parking lot and <laughs> drink soup and hang yeah, out and, and just... make plans to go cut oak. Like, it's such a different experience. Even going in, I got there at freaking 5.30. At 5, you know, walked in at 5.40, 5, 5.40, walked in at 5.50. Like, Yeah, that's what we did too, pretty much. I mean, it's not – it's just – we're like attending, we're attending for attendance sake. And that's what we I, are, but. So, so I came early. Uh, I came down at like a little after four. Uh, I, I went in, I got my free football card for being one of the first 3000 fans. And I kind of wandered over to our, you know, I bought some stuff from the H zone. And then I wandered over to use the real bathroom at Les Murakami. And I noticed all these people just hanging out at Les Murakami in the shade. So it was kind of like an oasis. And that's going to be like my new thing. We, I ran into Brad and uh, Uncle Lenny and Brandy. So I think that's going to be my new thing. I'm going to go over and hang out at the Les, you know, and not roast in the sun uh, before the game. You know, so, four o'clock is not early. So that is also a thing too. Like it, my, it's early now, but it wasn't yeah. early. That would be late two hours prior to a game. Yeah. Really late. Yeah. And that but is yeah, the, this the is major part point. Of the, the experience. Yeah, that's part of the experience. So I just, I mean, going, that's, that's why people are fans of other teams as well. Any kind of team. Because team culture is, the culture of UH is so 
barren in terms of like what traditions that we have and customs. And we used to have a lot more. It's like we used to have even more, but now we have less and less and less. Losing our stadium, losing that. I mean, the tradition of throwing the paper is probably done with forever now. At least at the stadium, we could bring stuff like that back sometimes and, and make it feel like a vintage game. But we'll never have that feel of on stadium. Never. Yeah, it was funny. After we scored a touchdown, I saw one piece of paper flying across the field. And I was like, in back in the BYU days, the whole field would be full of trash. And it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and now, now those days are gone. You know what our tradition now is that I always look forward to seeing the sparklers. Oh yeah, <laughs> Gilbert. Oh my gosh, those sparklers are like like what they use at like JV games in like West <laughs> Texas. I'd imagine. What is that? So I I made the comment that um like it was our team was on defense in the red zone down towards the student section and they were sitting there and I know I made the comment that it was like that's Ham we should call it Hamilton Library. And <laughs> yeah. and uh somebody took offense to that who was sitting in front of us. So oh yeah well, so she, there was a woman took yes. offense to that too. It's, yeah I, I called it Hamilton Library. Yeah <laughs> a lady got real mad at me and she told me to and then I said you know it'd be nice if we could score a, a passing touchdown and she told me to do my homework. So. <laughs> so yeah, we have to talk about this Karen. She was a Karen in the sense of the Karen is the is the modern day sense of the word. And she was just, first of all, being very rude. First of all, she hit me, she hit me in the face with her tea leaf. She hit leaf. you in the eye. In the eye with her tea leaf, like whipped yeah. it in my face, which was wow. And then she was just um telling us to move. Like she didn't want anybody, and she was basically by herself in like four seats in the, and she's like, these are all my seats. No one sit over here. We're like, okay, this is our row behind you. So we're just going to sit here. And it was fine, but she didn't like us clapping or cheering. It was, she, yeah, she wanted us to be quiet. And I told her, I said, I'm not going to be quiet because you don't go to a football game to be quiet. If you want to be quiet, stay home and watch paper. Exactly. And that was so strange too, because she would start, she was starting to cheer, but then she would tell us she wouldn't want us to cheer. And like, she was just very disrespectful, but we have Karens like that in our games. And that's like what adds to the poor experience um, of, you know, UH football, because we have fans like that. And the fan culture is eroding because we don't have the fun tailgates anymore. We can't go back to your cars after we did at the stadium. I know I was at the airport. I talked to you, Shane, and uh, you know, I went, we did a little video call. And I mean, just sitting in the parking lot is not as fun because you really can't do anything. You can't like, they don't want you there. Or anything. Cannot play the music, cannot dance, cannot throw penalty flag. Yeah, so much. And then even like the small thing, like um, when I was at work today, uh, one of the supervisors goes, hey, um, I want to go to the game, but can we bring our own seat back? I'm like, no, you can't bring your own seat back. You got to bring only your cushion. Yeah, you like, bring what? cushion. Oh, I, don't, I don't know if I like going because it's, it's, it's little things like that, you know, yeah. that they don't understand that you could, that people don't want to go because they can't even bring their own seat back. It's like, uh, they want their $15. Yeah, you know, that's why that's what he said. Oh, these guys, you ain't see, like drain every cent out of you, huh? It's like, so. I guess so. 
I mean, what is the plan for next year? I mean, like, we're you, you think more people, do you guys really believe once we finish building the new stadium or extending the stadium that people are just going to show up that we're going to? No, absolutely not. We'll be lucky to retain what we have this year. Yeah. yeah. And that's why when Ige stops stuff like the stadium, I, I know that the current team's current lack of success is, is tied to these type of decisions. It's been trending for a long time. And the fact is that the stadium and the UH football is no longer as interconnected as before because of the fact that we did go on stadium on, on campus and people are saying, well, we like on campus, whatever. Some people are saying that a lot of people don't like, or the ones that aren't don't like it just aren't coming back. And the fact is UH is going to build on that with no culture, no tailgating. They're just going to extend their stadium. And with their, I mean, they got to at least put in, in my opinion, some bucket seats, at least for the people in the middle, just to, you know, give them their money's worth at least. I mean, I'm sure people don't even appreciate at least Aloha Stadium, every seat was a bucket seat. It's like, I mean, people don't even realize that's done. I mean, and, and if, when we, if we build the new stadium, if we're going to build a new stadium now, you know, what is going to be in there? What's, gonna, what's going to even, what's it even going to look like if we're going to build a new one? I, I mean, we don't even know. So Michigan was all bleacher too, right? Yeah, Michigan is bleacher. Is it still, yeah. is it is it condensed like that too, where no leg room like how TC Ching is kind you of? You are uh, packed in there like a sardine. Yeah, you're oh, packed. You you're packed the same yeah. way. It's oh. the same. It's mm-hmm. the same. But I mean, Michigan that they don't. That's a part of the the. But they don't war. care. Yeah, that's a part yeah, of yeah, yeah. They don't care. They're still gonna have hundred thousand people. Yeah, they're still gonna have a lot. That's their culture. Yeah. It's like it's like meaningful for them to be there and. You know, that's the difference is that you can't, we don't have like a hardcore fan base. Like we really don't. I mean, the fact is that like, that's why you guys are happy that, you know, if you guys think more and more people are going to leave, that's scary because yeah, we are critical numbers because we are critical numbers and we have, it is less, it's less and less environment every week. I mean, it's not the same every week. I mean, if you guys think it's the same, that you guys are on a different page than I am, if you think it's been the same since the Vanderbilt game because there's no, been, there's less, been and less, less people. Less and less, yeah. Like, that's not even, like, that's it's just the truth. And the fact is, there's less, um, you know, food trucks. There's less ambiance that we had from the first game, starting from the concert to the people. I mean, we were, we were squeezed in tighter. And I gave away, you know, I, I was able to use all my tickets, mm-hmm. the whole row, which was nice, and fill it, but... There are, we have we have room. The lady in front I, of us proved it, that that as well because she was trying to sit in five seats at the same time, just on principle. If we keep losing the, you're gonna start hearing. You know, people are gonna just start wanting to just give away the tickets. Yeah, you're gonna be get offered tickets for free. Yeah. Well, so. some people are waiting. So, but <laughs> there are people waiting for free tickets. But they're they're we're we're giving them away already. We're giving them away. I mean, I'm giving away tickets, and it's hard to get people to want it because it's hard. <laughs> People don't even want to pay for parking and they feel like parking mm-hmm. is expensive. And you're like, it's a free ticket. Take the free ticket. You can pay for parking, you know? It's like, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's a different experience overall. By far, it's a different experience from the beginning. Even that, that, even that big green rally, you know, how they plan to have that for every game and um, where that varsity circle thing is. Every oh game you were supposed to be able to watch the game there. And would have food trucks and the beer stuff. <clears throat> but my friend then were at Beer Lab last the Winston Kentucky game. So I said, hey, 
I was across the street and he took a picture. It was completely empty. Only had the ESPN 10. I was like, yeah. wow, they cannot even make this, keep this going. Yeah. So, I, so I, I parked down there at like four o'clock. And it was um, empty, yeah? And there was about eight people at the, the ESPN tent. <laughs> and I think about six of them were their employees. So, oh, God. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's rough. But I mean, it's mm. hard. Like, so where do you, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? You know, it, you're going to need a successful product to get the crowd back. But how do you get the crowd back without, you know, how do you get good recruits and success without, without the, the fans? Yeah. So, yeah, we're in kind of. A I mean, conundrum. after with with Ige today, to honestly, this this begins to me the death march of this of this program, and that if it started before, it's scarier now. That's the scary thing. It's just because there's almost like a why, and I'm not. That's that's just the honest truth. Who knows when it'll happen? But um, you know, with the conference realignment, we're always in the worst position. We might not be in the worst position. Maybe this is a time that we can grow a good. Some people who are left in the core want an on-campus stadium. And maybe this is their chance to go forward with on-campus. They have to just make it better. They have to make the experience better and get tailgating back. I mean, they really have to get tailgating back. That's just not even – it's a joke that we don't have tailgating. It's really a joke. I mean, it's such a, it's, so enti- it's so intertwined with our football culture and football culture in general. That the yeah. fact that we don't have – that we don't even try to have tailgating either is, is a joke. But the fact is – we will die if we try and just follow the same old model. And that's why I'm saying it's a death march because we're not trying to do anything new. We're just going, pushing forward, push. Let's just, let's just do, put all these band-aids, all these band-aids, all these band-aids. Band-aids don't do anything. They're going to rip eventually. And that's a, that's a problem that, that, that's the bigger issue. You know, we're just trying to use the same old plans over and over again. And it doesn't work. And like it, first of all, the experience is different for the old fans as well. Like for us, who are going, it's not as fun. Like we have Karen's, a lot of stadium was a stadium at least. Like mm-hmm. it was a stadium. It was legit. It was a legitimate yeah, stadium. Yeah. This is an athletics complex. So like how, how are we going to sign future contracts with that stadium? I, I don't understand how. Well, UH is gonna... promising. They're putting $30 million into the new thing. So I'm sure Ige is saying, well, why would we, commit $350 million to the new stadium, which is going to be built first before the mixed use private, when we could just have the whole land back to ourselves because we mm-hmm. own the land. The state owns the land. That's the one thing about that Halaba site, which they stole from Kamehameha schools, but the state owns the land, which they stole from Princess Pauahi, but the state owns the land. But um, the truth is, you know, they don't have, they can do whatever they want with it. They could just set up, they could build whatever they want. It's the state land. They could do whatever they want. So the thing is like, there was master planned by Glenn Wakai, who we've had on the show, who he's talked about it, centered around a private partnership, private public partnership, which means developers could build the stadium, but also have land around the stadium to put in their own retail, to put in their own um, you know, possibly residential, like fancy condos, because they want to get their money back. And they're saying, well, we'll all be profitable if we do that. All three parties will be profitable. Well, EA can easily say like, well, no, is that working in the best interest of the, go- of the people though? Because, you know, that's like we, we talked about earlier off, off air. We talked about perception that stadiums don't make money. Uh, that's a national perception, especially when it comes to stadiums, NFL stadiums in cities that 
took on that burden of building the stadium. So the state doesn't, it looks bad now. What I'm trying to say is it kind of looks bad to use funds to build a stadium when teachers' mm. pay is so low. Yeah. And kids are not doing that. So everything is affected. That's why I'm saying as a public institution at UH, there everything is, is connected, struggling in so many ways academically to act like the school, like the, like the football team is just this cash cow. is not, it's not a truth. It's not flowing like it used to. So there are going to be changes made and it's going to creep up to the top. And when the team is especially not successful, that's even more of a reason to, ch- to chop them off. But whose fault said, is it? Whose fault is it that the football team is not successful? The athletic directors were making the wrong hire, and then, yeah, doing what he did with with Timmy in June. Timmy's in a bad spot, and like, congrats to Timmy and the team for winning the first game. But I mean, that's just—it's not good football being played in Manoa right now, and that's that's not a good way to grow a fan base you know you're going to chip away at an already deteriorating fan base with that so if you're going to manoa to watch good football i got some news for you it's it's not happening and it's not <laughs> happening anytime soon so so that's you know, the problem that's down right the, batten down the hatches so i just i don't i feel like it's not even about wins and losses right now it's about you need to play better fundamental football you need to be able to pass the ball forward run a route, catch the ball, block, block for a quarterback for more than a second and a half. It's basic stuff. That's what I want to see going forward. Just make basic plays. Throw the ball into the end zone. Yeah. Well, it's bad. It's bad. I mean, the fact that the, the stuff that we said we wanted to see controlled, we controlled like one penalty against Michigan, then eight penalties against Duquesne. And, and we turn the over zone. the ball as well. Yeah. It happened again in the red zone, time after time. It's stupid. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, no Mexico State, though. Now we can move on to talk about them. I mean, is there a point spread? I have to look it up for you. Yeah, they're giving uh, five. five. How, okay, so. Have you guys ever remembered when we were underdogs to New Mexico State? Never. Never, Never right? I don't. Have they even ever beaten us? In they're 0-4. I mean, did they ever beat us? Even in the old, I don't think. In the I don't think so. Of, I don't think they've ever beaten us. <laughs> We're five point underdogs. That's like oh, so. That's I cool. thought that we would be three point underdogs because I mean, for people to just think that they're not as good as us right now is crazy. Like the way oh. that people are talking, like we're like we have no place comparing. We literally deserve to be in the bottom top twenty five. I don't know if we're the worst team, but we definitely yeah, we're bottom ten. Material. We're definitely in the bottom. Yeah, but at the same time, like New Mexico State is, you know, they're playing to get back into, you know, getting into a conference, and they're, yeah, I don't remember like you said, Shane, when they've been, um, when we've been the underdog, but I mean, we're going there, so I expected them to have at least three points on us, just just because of the fact that we're going there. But I mean, I think the plus two even shows that they, you know, think that they're better. It, yeah, than- it opened at minus three, and it's moved to my. Oh, it did open at minus three. Yeah. Well, that was my that was my prediction after the game against Duquesne. I was like New Mexico State, so um, Hawaii plus three. That's people are betting on New Mexico State. Yeah, know that this is a new year, but why do we thought that we're so superior to New Mexico State? And even now, I mean, so I picked that we would lose twenty seven thirty. I don't know if we're going to score that many points. 
Yeah. That'd be the only thing that, but you guys, Sean, you said before the season, this is before 24, 24, 20 and Sean, I'd be, I'd be happy to score 20 points. No. So what, what do you think though? What's going to happen in this game? What is your pick for this game? Now is it, do you still think we're going to win? We need to score more than 20 points. Do you think we're going to win? Shane says no. Shane's not. I think it's going to be like 17 to three New Mexico state. Holy smokes. (laughs) <laughs> Come on, Sean. Take a stand, Sean. Why are you so worried, Sean? 2017 Bows. Oh, yes. <laughs> How are we going to get the touchdowns? Uh, maybe the defense. <laughs> I, I, didn't Timmy say today that they're going to need to force the ball downfield more? They're going to do, they're going to open up the playbook. I think that's what he said, right? So who, though? Like we talked about the personnel, though. I know. If the personnel's know. not there, then who, Sean? Uh, Come on, Sean. Again, where you give a pretty solid report card and then you decide to throw everything away that you just had because you want Sean to go back to fairies and unicorns again. So what is it going to be? I know we're the rainbows, so we're all about unicorns and fairies, but <laughs> you just gave, you're like, D, D, and you're like, nah, but next week we're going to score 20 points on the road. That's I'm, I'm hopeful. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a glass. What, so we want to know where the hope comes from, though, because we're you, all you gave us was the empty part. Now you're like, but I'm going to be hopeful. What does the hope come from? Honestly, 184 yards of offense. That's all yes. we had. The the team that we lost to had double that amount of yards, and we still they just they, they turned it over three times, twice in the red zone. So that's why I'm wondering where <laughs> our production and Pinocchio is gone. I know we that a guy that is our leading receiver is is gone as well. He's your most consistent receiver. So that's what I'm so. saying. Where is your 20 points going to come from? I'm I'm more with the shame that we score three points. Like so, Sean, <laughs> where is your hope coming from for this game? Because I, it's just I just drank a tall glass of green Kool Aid, and I, you know, I'm I'm hopeful that these guys are going to open up the playbook and you but know nobody saying, wants to what, more to, than if it's if. You think it's the coaching because you gave them C minus the last time yeah. when you gave the defense D and the offense D and the special yeah. teams D. So, yeah. I mean, is it because you're getting free gifts at call the coach no. that you feel no, like you I'm not. To show no, 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 no. Or something? no, I'm just, no, no, absolutely not. I'm just hopeful. <laughs> I'm, I see it as this is, this is the best opportunity. We just played, no, 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 no. We, no, no that, we just played the best opportunity for a win and we got that win. A new quarterback comes in. I'm asking you where the hope comes because you can't just be out here. That's no, no. I, first I'm, of all, hoping, like, I, I'm hoping that where somebody else. Yellen, Yellen shouldn't get another start. Like he's proven what he is. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping Shager or Cooper starts. So, I Yellen is what he is. So, I, I I'm just hoping that. They can get the ball downfield more. Yeah. To who? who? Talk. Give us a name, Sean. Zion Bowens. Is he? Is Bowens oh, completely healthy? He's he's practicing. He's practicing, he right? Yeah. To play. Yeah. Dior Scott. Dior Scott. Do you guys? Okay, so I, I'm with you, Sean. I, I think Joey Allen has proved that he's not capable of starting. Do you guys think Shager is the better quarterback? Because a bunch of my friends is like half half. They still think Yellen's. No, better. Yellen, that game was terrible. That's the worst team that we're gonna play too. I'm just. Oh, yeah, I think we should it? go somewhere else too. Like try the other guy, Cooper. Yeah. 
I mean, well, just, 14 of 21, I guess. Sport. You just need friends. to keep putting the guys in there until you find someone that they'll play for. You need the spark. And you just keep, you know, you keep changing them until you get somebody. You know, um, even watching, like, Timmy's postgame, the locker room, I don't think has that that guy who can spark the fire. That's why. I don't think that person really exists. If the quarterbacks, if it's not the quarterbacks, it's hard. That's why as well. And these guys don't seem to have those type of personalities and they don't have, let's be honest, the talent and skill above their teammates to be able to be that alpha that the team needs. So I don't, I don't see that. So, and I don't know where a part of, I don't, I don't know if Panay Pavihi is a, is the type of guy that talks a lot or, you know, is gets his teammates faces. So you need a guy like that. And I'm not saying I don't, maybe they do have a guy. I just, just by seeing the videos alone, I don't know if this team has those type of players. Yeah, we, we need alphas. It's tough. I, like I said before, like, I just feel like the point of this season, they just, they need to execute. They need to, to do better. And I think winning will come as a result of doing things better across the board. So, and starting with that is like putting at least 20 points on the board. That's, that's why that's what I'm hoping. Yeah. No, you you mean you just you're just hoping you're just pulling. I'm, yep, yep. I'm okay. just it's blind faith. Yeah. That, that All right. Yeah. They so played so they played very so bad last strong week. strong analysis there, Sean. Very very, <laughs> very poignant so analysis by you, Sean. They played so bad last week that they, Sean's they like, have I'm going to throw better. my own report card out the window. If people yeah. just wanted to learn the state of UH football and read Sean's point card. And then read Sean's prediction this week. They'd be like, is this, is this person have a split personality? Is he? I don't know what to say. I know, we know what you, we know, Sean, you feel bad. No, That's it's good, it to, be, That's Sean's good cycle. to be positive. You know, it's not easy because yes, you want to be hopeful because you keep dropping the standards lower and lower and lower and lower and lower and lower and lower. And lower. Well, and that's the thing is like, I feel like we're at a point where we can't drop it very much lower because the bar is going to be on the ground, you know, <laughs> like asking for like two sacks and it didn't happen. We got one I'm asking for a passing touchdown. We didn't get it. So it's like how you can't drop the bar much lower than that. I don't know. So like, do you guys watch the, any of the replays yet? Like the East, I don't know if that's Yellen's natural look, but his eyes are so like huge and he just looks like he's, not scared, but it just doesn't look like he's comfortable just by looking at his facial expression mm-hmm. through his helmet. I don't know. He just doesn't look confident. Go watch him call Brennan tape. Yeah, okay. He doesn't have that swag. Yeah, and no. I guess, I mean, throwing your first it's touchdown hard. pass will eventually give you confidence. No, but the fact is, let's be honest. He's four stars in high school. He played at Pitt. He played at... Yes. How is he this bad? Let's be honest. Oh, well, how that, is he see, that, yeah, that's unexplainable. I can't explain it. I don't get it. Oh, because of someone hypes them, someone gives them stars. Fans are easily hypeable. Yeah. Look at Sean. We have to deal with him on every episode. So. Oh, we had uh, a bunch of those anyway. <laughs> we had, a, a, what was his name? Taylor Graham. Yeah, Taylor Graham. How Max many times? Wittick. Oh, Taylor Graham was, I mean, we talked about him so much. And then Max Wittick. Oh, USC, USC, USC. Oh, man, they weren't too great. Oh, ole. But to Telegram's defense, he was starting to 
get it. And then he got hurt. Like he was just starting to turn the corner and then he had that shoulder injury or something. Mm. I mean, (sighs) it's rough. It's rough, bro. It's rough. I mean, but you have to live in reality at the same time. Even if it's rough, you got to deal with reality because the reality is we are on Duquesne's level. That's the kind of football. That's like our peer. Like we weren't that much bigger than them. We weren't that much more talented than them. That's that's what we are right now. That's that's what that was the reality that smacked me in the face during the game. Yeah, thank thankfully they were very not talented. I mean, they were just giving us the ball back. They were just doing anything they could. They were they literally had the ball fifty percent longer than we did on offense, and they gained two hundred more yards. Than gained us. yeah, they gained <laughs> double doubling our yardage. Yeah, and still lost by 10 points so that can show you but we're gonna be new mexico state because hope hope we can believe in barack obama so you think we're gonna you think you're, you're picking us to lose this one i picked us to lose for the, the season and i'm gonna stick with yeah. my picks i'm right so far on every game because how much points do you think we score on uh, this game i mean i was i i picked before 27 30 though but i don't think we score more than 10 points Okay. So you think more of the same? I mean, you know, like I think if we did not open up the playbook to pass, if we if we stuck to more running, I think we'd be more effective and cycling our guys, our running backs in. I think that's so where the, our strength is. So the one touchdown will probably be rushing. In you no, think we're yeah, gonna go if we did, yeah, it would be rushing touchdown. But I mean, I think we could get twenty points, in my opinion, if we try and just stay on the ground and eat clock and just try and. So guys when, like, will, we when will we get our first passing touchdown? What in what game? I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully this game. This, but. this this is an insane question for the University of Hawaii, where we used to score seven, eight touchdowns a game. It's it's this is. I crazy. mean, I don't mind not scoring passing touchdowns if we can win games. So that's not my biggest issue. My biggest issue is staying is, is staying viable with the bottom of FBS because. New Mexico State is bad. People just think that we're not people not living in reality, Sean, think that we are oh. above them and talk like it openly on Twitter as well or on other forums. Yeah. I want them to be more creative with the playbook. Open open up, you know, run some trick plays. Yeah, run like reverse or something. Yes. Like, you know, even though Seattle, like, for example, I'm going to go to my Seahawks because they had the brutal loss against San Fran. But they they did that that trick flea flicker to DJ yeah. us, which he did throw a pick. But at least I was like, oh, at least they tried this trick play. And then plenty of times they did that triple back set. I was like, oh, what the heck is this? You know, stuff like that. Just throw the defense off guard. Just yeah. run some different sets or run the option at least. Jet like sweep. I'm just saying, yeah, like, like jet run sweep. stuff just that we run me. stuff that's traditional. That is vanilla, but that utilizes guys. It gives guys opportunity. Yeah. Like they're out there. Like I'm gonna go to Kansas City, but I'm gonna go more vintage, like Priest Holmes and Jamal Charles. When the, when the Chiefs weren't that good, but always had good running backs because they knew how to get those guys into open space. Like how we had Calvin Turner at UH mm-hmm. and basically just put the ball in his hands. Like I'm not saying we have a Calvin Turner, but I, in my opinion, what I've seen in four games, our running back core is pretty strong, and that's what I believe going yes. into the season. Even though we lost Dede, who I thought was really good and had yeah. real good potential um, and was scoring for Liberty and making yeah, it. Yeah, he played good. Yeah. 
you know? So it's like, we definitely did lose some guys. So we have to be cognizant of that. But the fact is there are some guys that are pretty good. Yeah. And I think that what we need to do, like Jordan Johnson, like those guys need to get the ball more. And even yeah. that means that we don't have passing touches yeah, what it means, because it also means let's run some time. Like our games are, first of all, our games are really long. College football in general, the games are long, very long. Yeah. NFL games are not as long as college. The only time NFL games go long is because I try and squeeze in ad space. And they, if, yeah. if, and cause teams are pretty efficient. First of all, NFL teams, when they run, they don't stop the clock on first downs. And they're running and they're completing passes. Guys are completing passes at a high clip, 70, 75%. So we're not, we're not seeing the clock stop too often. But the NCAA football clock, especially at UH, it's, it's forever. And it can be. We, the game needs to be shortened. This is my whole point. Like burning clock is a strategy. That's what I used to do when, um, you know, playing chess as well. When I played people on chess team that I knew I had no business being there, but I get extra credit from physics. That, you know, it was like if I can keep getting into hit their clock and let the, and my clock and then like let their clock mm -hmm. run down. At least I can pull out a draw. I'm not saying I want you mm -hmm. to tie them, but at least shorten the game in a way that gives them a chance to um, let something happen. But if game, once games are blowouts, they're blowouts. And that's what's been happening. Western Kentucky, Michigan, they've all Vanderbilt. They've all been blowouts because of the fact that, and Duquesne doesn't even really count because they really blow us out on the yardage as well. The score, the score was different than the the stat line. You look at the stat line. Yeah, you the stat line. You, yeah, absolutely. Do you guys take solace in the? It, it looks like the Mountain West is really down this year. Definitely, I think the Mountain mm -hmm. West is down. I don't. I think, but overly optimistic, hopeful people coming out of nowhere will think will say things like, "Oh, UH is definitely going to win at least at least two or three. Like, no, our hope is to win one. One. That is our <laughs> hope to win one. Yeah, I had a dude tell me that we're we're going six and three in the Mountain West. That's what I'm saying. Like that's what I'm saying. Like that does that's just like not reality. That's just being stupid. Like to be honest, that's, <laughs> it's not being like it's not being a smart fan. Like normal fans don't talk like that. Only Hawaii fans talk like this because we don't have true fan mm -hmm. culture in a lot of ways, and a lot of fans just don't know because all they know is UH football, which is sad for them because mm -hmm. there's so much more out there in fan culture, and we're not and we're not giving it to our fans at UH. So they have to go other places to find it. I had four season tickets. I went to my four season tickets, Kansas City Chiefs. And I went to UH football. Then I flew all the way back to LA for Rams. And then I went to LAFC after. And for one thing, as a fan experience, LAFC is second to none. And that's something that is a possibility at that we could build a stadium similar to LAFC's and mm -hmm. have a soccer team and build fan culture. That could be in our level. But like what the NFL is doing is, is on a different level. That's why I love the NFL. And I have two teams and I support both of them and one above the other. And I still make time to, to learn everything about all the teams and culturally because I, I like the culture. I don't, I don't need to care. I don't even need to wins and losses. It's great that the teams are good because the Chiefs were not good my whole life. And then when the Rams came to LA and I got season tickets, they were four and 12. And I was like, oh, well, I'm just going to follow them, I guess. And then I knew that when they hired McVay, I knew when they would change culture and they were very deliberate about it. Of course, building SoFi. But letting everybody know this is a new age. And the Rams have always been mm. different. But that's what it takes. It takes overhauls. And, of course, that's the NFL and there's money there. But at the university level, you still have to have vision of where you want to be with the program. Boise State did that. They, they rode that wave, like, you know, in the late 80s or, you know, when they were like, let's just be a great team. Let's move yeah. or, you know, let's move into that realm. And they did it. They had vision. And UH kind of, I guess, had that vision when they built a little stadium. But 
nobody has had vision since then. So it's been 50 years where no one has really took the reins. And that's why we try and do the same thing year and after year. And we just keep taking things away. We keep removing things. We don't add anything. And then we have fans who just go along with everything and just stay hopeful and optimistic <laughs> when nothing's going to happen. That's true, though. They keep taking things away. That's why, like, I, I've always said this for a long time. Like, the school is so, like, concentrating on bringing in new fans, new fans. But at the same time, they forget about us loyal fans that's been here for, like, 20, 30, 40 years. Well, first of all, I got to <laughs> stop you. They're not worried about new fans. Have they been worried about new <laughs> fans? Enough. They're not worried about well, fans. They're worried they about put, corporate they, I think they're more concentrated on getting new fans and keeping. Well, no, I don't think fans. they're very concentrated on getting new fans, Shane. I don't think so at all. That's why I got to stop you too. Where are we trying to get new fans? We're, no, we're not trying to do either. We're not trying to get new fans, and we're not trying to retain old fans. So if we're trying to get new fans, they would replace the old fans leaving, but they not. Yeah. So the problem yeah, yeah. is. We're just taking things away, period. There's nothing about reattracting new fans. We're not trying at all to attract new fans. That's the problem with there. We have no structure, and that's the thing is like what Sean is saying is right. Track corporate sponsors, if anything, and we barely can do that. Because that, that, like that makes up for the regular fans. If you can get someone to cut a fat check. But you don't if you that. lose fans at a, such a huge rate and you don't turn over, that's not attracting new fans. There's no new fans. There's no fans at all. We're not getting any new fans. There's no walk-ups to the stadium yeah, on Saturdays. No ways. Yeah. No new fans. The problem is they just keep taking away the experience from everybody. They don't care. It's different now. Everything is right. different everywhere. But to, to, to just keep expecting fans, old fans, yes, to do the same thing, we're trying. They can barely hold on to the ones that are here. And they're not trying at all. Not trying so, at all, period. Wayne, are, are you saying they should do their homework? You need to do their homework. And then I need to do our homework. <laughs> no, but we're not. If we tried to grow uh, new fans, then we wouldn't be in much of a problem. But we are because there are no new fans. That's why we might not need a new stadium. That's why Ige stepped in when there was out of the blue to stop the stadium project. Period. That's basically what happened today. Yeah. So you so, think there's a possibility he might just say, ah, I don't Yeah, I think there's a possibility. Oh. Especially, especially if there's no plan to have a a pro team or whatever. I can see oh, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I think it's sad because I think Oahu needs a gathering place, period. Like a place where we can have concerts and, you know, that those type yeah. of things at least. But maybe Ige is sensing that they can, UH can just get money from the state and get bigger on campus. Maybe. But yeah. without tailgating, without the culture. Like, we're, how, we're not getting any fans. I don't know. I mean, you said the school is trying to get new fans. I don't, I don't see it because we haven't got new fans. <laughs> We can barely fill the stadium now, 9,300. So where? And we have less every week. Whether in tickets sold, we sold them. It don't matter. There, ain't, there are less fans every week. That's just how it is. We have more space in our room. Three, three sellouts. Somebody wants a bonus. So that's what I'm saying. The standard is so low. If the standard is low and this is what you guys want, of course we're not going to survive. And we're, just hope, we're just hopeful every week that something's going to change. It ain't. So... I mean, unless we find a way to overhaul everything from the top bottom, Hawaii is just sailing on its way to, for one thing, irrelevance in the national stage and then just flat out. F FCS status. <laughs> I mean, like I said, that's probably, that might be what's best for us right at this point. So We're I read that, that Craig Thompson article and it said that 
he stands up and he says, Hawaii's place in the Mountain West is safe this year. And that just really concerns me that he has to do that every year and that he's <laughs> no. retiring. Isn't that kind of sad? I mean, it is what it is. You know, that, that, that relationship is still comes with conditions. And Stephen Syme does mention that the subsidies haven't gone up because the subsidies shouldn't exist in the first place. Let's, let's be no. honest. We earn that interest on, those, on this relationship. That's yeah. why that subsidies don't go up. They don't need to go up with inflation. They, need to, they should be gone, eliminated. It's like well, pay-per-view. Why are we having – well, Hawaii, we're so used to it. And then we have fans that are going to hope that things are going to change. But still, we have pay-per-view again and again and again. You know what pisses me off that my grandfather has to pay to watch? <laughs> Stuff like that. And he pays it. And he watches it over and over and over again. He definitely gets his money's worth. This is why this is be, it's because our hardcore fans that we have that we take advantage of, the ones that just keep passing year after year after year, we're not trying to build any more of those at all. In fact, we're trying to change everything as much as possible so that those people don't even recognize the program anymore. And then we're just going to hope that something happens, that people come back. Building 17,000 seats is hope i just asked you guys this where are they coming from where where are they going to come from even if we build seventy thousand, where are they going to come from i where are they going to park yeah where are they going to park i mean let's be honest i mean that's not even a bad question to me i'd be excited i'd be excited about how we could find a map where we could get people parking all over manoa how we could close off roads how we could be literally tailgating in the streets and changing into a day it breeze. I breeze through Manoa, right through Pucks Alley. Thirty minutes before the game. Yeah. Thirty minutes before the game. Yeah. So trip how empty the parking lot is when it's almost like kickoff. Like yeah, okay. yeah. Like the parking, the structure is empty. There's no, there's no traffic at all. We need to disrupt Manoa on on game days. There's mm-hmm. not even. There's people aren't even paying attention. They don't even know there's a game. Yeah, it's like oh, there's a game today. <laughs> I guess we can just keep hoping that people are going to show up, right? Because that's all we have is we never had vision. That's why when things like this happen, the stadium closes. Like, are we that shocked when the stadium got closed? Like, were we shocked? No. No. No, I haven't engineered friends that wouldn't enter that building for exactly five years leading up to well, that. Let's act and like we weren't, serious? like, shocked. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. But UH had no contingency plan. And they had a chance during the pandemic to play games on, and even now, have games on other islands, grow fan bases. It's not long-term. There's no long-term goal for that. Yeah, but right they're now. still charging those guys full price for pay-per-view. Yep. Sad. But next week, oh, State, we'll see if we can make it. I mean, we need a win. Sean's hoping for those 20 points. and We might be able to do it. Who knows? But in any case, go join us at HISportsFans.com at HISportsFans on Twitter, Instagram, Hawaii Sports Fans on Facebook, YouTube. Come find us wherever you get your uh, your podcast. We are at the Hawaii Sports Fans channel. But, you know, we got a lot of fun travel experiences still down the road. No matter what UH does, we're still going to go. We're still going to follow. We're going to support. And that's why this is uh, Super Fans. That's why we are the Super Fans. That's why we have the attention that we get because of what we do for the program. We might not be the richest fans, um, but I guess that's that's so important to so many fans. Maybe that's why the culture is is, is missing because we sold out to the wrong people because it's the super fans like us that are the backbone of every program or the ones that are there 
um, being the ambassadors for the team, being the raw, raw people uh, within our social circles and beyond. And that's something we love. But at Hawaii Sports Fans, we take that same spirit and uh, we apply it to the places that we go and the fun that we have and the tours that we do. And we just had an amazing time in Michigan. And we're looking forward to the Rocky Mountain Tour in Denver and then also far and beyond as well. Maybe another men's volleyball national championship tour as well. Like we had a great one this past year. And definitely the Super Oh, there's hope for that. There's definitely hope for that. Uh, But mahalo for listening today. And for Shane and Sean, we'll talk to you guys next time. Aloha. Go Bulls. Keep believing. Rainbow Wrap-Up is sponsored by Hawaii Sports Fans. Come join us for every UH football game on the road at hisportsfans.com.